If you've just tuned in, then welcome to the Go Play Go Business Network podcast, here to help you market your classes and grow your business faster online. I'm Holly Woodford, co-founder at Go Play Go, and also creator of Move with Pepper, the preschool physical activity program. We're excited to bring you the unique stories of activity providers from across the UK. Hopefully these real life stories will inspire you and give you some helpful advice on how to market and grow your business. I'm super excited to be here today with Amanda Frolic. Amanda is celebrity entertainer, physical development specialist, and founder of Amanda's Action Club. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Holly. Thank you for having me. I'm honoured to be here. Oh, well, it's brilliant to have you on the show. I'm very excited about unleashing Woo-hoo. you on thousands of providers across the UK. So I know. Oh, dear. You, Are they ready? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think they will tell us. We will have fun, Holly. I, I'm sure we will. <laughs> So I've given you a very, very brief introduction, um, but it's really down to you, I guess, to tell everybody who you are and what Amanda's Action Club is. I will do. Well, some, well, most people call me Action Amanda, and I would describe what I do as a bit of a sensory extravaganza, or should we say a fun fitness and music concept. I teach preschool children how to be healthy and active and we have lots of fun using my very modern nursery rhymes. Excellent, so what's a modern nursery rhyme? (laughs) Um, Back in the day when I started 25 years ago I used to go to early learning and it was cassettes at the time to run my classes. And now I had we're to, going back a yeah, bit. I know, I know, I'm showing my age. <laughs> I had to rewind and forward. Um, and even though the songs were great, I just saw a gap in the market to put a modern twist and make them my own. So as I was entertaining at a birthday party, I saw this guy with a video camera and I said, is that what you do for a living? He said, do you know I'm a record producer? I said, great, I'd love my own Amanda Action Club theme tune. Um, So luckily, he offered to uh, make one for me for free. And I can't really sing, as everybody knows, but I make my own. I have heard you sing. I know you can (laughs) sing. That's not true. Well, the first one was like, Amanda, all the kids in the house say, Amanda, one, two, three. We dance and we sing and we do our own thing with Amanda. Anyway, come along too short. Everybody loved it. Hence, we made an album. Uh, And now we are currently working on album number four. Wow, fantastic. So if, if I was to come to one of your classes, what would the experience be like? So just tell people what an Amanda Action uh, Club session looks and feels like. I will do. Okay, think party atmosphere, energising, colourful, sensory, music, dynamic, educational, participative, inclusive, and the list goes on. We have fun, Holly. <laughs> I know. I always have fun when I'm with you, Amanda. I have seen, I have seen your sessions. Uh, if anybody wants to have a look at one of Amanda's sessions, uh, do go to her website. We can go to the Go Play Go YouTube video uh, site, actually, and you'll see one of Amanda's uh, sessions and some of the things that parents said about it. So, and we also have music videos, Holly. You, Amanda, you have all sorts of things, and we, we've only got a certain period sorry, of time sorry, to sorry. cover, so I'm going to try and cover as much of that as possible. Okay. So just tell everybody... Um, how many classes you run at the moment and where you run them? I cover West, South and North London and I am currently, wait for it, at the age of nearly 48, still teaching 18 classes per week. Wow. 
it's exhausting, yeah. but I wouldn't have it any other way because I love what I do and I'm very passionate to try and tackle obesity and get these preschoolers active from as early age as possible. We, we begin our classes for children at age four months. Wow. Now, I know that um, you've been doing this for 25 years. You invited me to your birthday party this year, which was great. Last year? Was it yes, last year? It's going to be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a year this year. Is it another yes. year? So it's 26 years in the market. So what, what made you start Amanda's Action Club at the beginning? Well, my background is sport and leisure. So I've always enjoyed keeping fit and learning about being healthy from an early age. I left school and um, was put on a sports management course, but it was so boring that I, I, I really said, look, can I just go to health clubs and leisure centres and, and sort of do my own um, project? So sure enough, um, that, that was fine. And I, I learned so much. And I, my first job was with the London Borough Reading Council, working for sports development. So we would uh, pitch up at the office in Greenford, uh, near where I, I live at the time. And we would fill a van um, full of equipment. So in the summer months, we would provide free activities um, in open spaces um, for children during the summer months and then in the winter it was great because I was working with the over 50s and we would set up indoor bowls, table tennis, I'd make cups of teas, general chit chat. It was absolutely amazing and then I thought okay how can I start earning more money? So I found out that if you work in leisure centres you're entitled to shift allowances. Um, obviously it'd be working the odd weekend but I was up for a challenge that's what Action Amanda does. <laughs> and um, so I got my first job at Bromyard Leisure Centre in Acton, which is now Virgin. So it was newly built. I was so excited. And that's where I gained all my sports qualifications. I think I'm a sports coach of about 14 sports, <laughs> um, one of which I was put on a fitness course, my, my RSA back in the days. It was, I have to say it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I could probably become a doctor with the, um, the biology of it, um, learning about the body. But um, so... Oh, so that was fitness instructor. And then we were put on, I was put on a music movement course in 91. And there was 15 of us. Collectively, we decided to call it Action Kids. And I had so much fun on the course. So I thought to myself, I need to just do this. So I was the only one that took the initiative to set up a little class in a community centre in Acton. Um, I put out lots of leaflets in shops. Um, you know, I didn't have any experience how to market my class. Um, uh, obviously advertised it in the community centre. And away I went. And I, again, it, it was called Action Kids at the time. Started gaining customers. Um, and, and it was literally music and movement, just me singing songs, doing the actions. When one day I had a light bulb moment, I was in Ikea. And I just came across these little bunny rabbits. And I thought, oh, I've got a song, Sleeping Bunnies, that I play. I wonder if, if I gave the children the bunnies to have and to hold, to play with, to learn from, whilst they're interacting during the song. And so I, I tried it with the children. And really, 
that became my concept, using a prop in a physical and fun way, relating the prop to a song. So I then went on a mission to find equipment that would relate to each song that I was using in my session. And people would then come up to me and say, can you do what you do at your session at my child's birthday party? Okay, so that's so, the party bit. Yes, started. of course. I was a bit of a blagger at the time. Yep, I'll <laughs> decide to just become a birthday party entertainer. And all of a sudden, I, I gained lots of bookings. And well, the, the rest is history, really. Yeah, yeah. so but there's obviously a lot in there. I have to say, <laughs> IKEA I, I um, have a lot to answer they for. They do. I had no idea the role that they'd played in, in the whole beginning of uh, Amanda Action. Yeah, and they only have a small so. toy section. <laughs> okay, that's probably good. And anyone that's seen Amanda Sessions will know she has about 20 bags of props and uh, toys that she brings with her to the session. Yes, I don't so. travel light. No, I mean, Amanda doesn't travel light. Yes. That, that, that's absolutely fair. But the delight from the children when you engage them with the different props and the music is quite special, actually. It is. So, so I think that, that obviously... Element of surprise, we call it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess you said the rest is history. We'd love to know how you went from, I guess, those first early classes to 18 classes a week, celebrity entertainer for Hollywood A-listers um, and some online uh, and physical nursery products that, that you're working on. We will talk about that in a minute, but yeah. tell us what happened from those first classes and how you built and grew the business over the last 25 years. Oh, well, I think being passionate and you know, when it's your own business, you put in a hundred percent. And I would love to class myself as an experienced business that gives great customer care. Uh, I'm fortunately touch wood, got a bit of wood here. I'm never ever ill. I keep myself physically active and I eat healthily. And it's, it's about never ever letting down those children and being consistent, um, I, I feel that I have a great rapport with my customers. Um, it, it, you know, it's not just about teaching and educating the children. It's about interacting with the parents. So what do you do with parents to communicate and interact with them, to keep that relationship um, really well, I, sort of special I think and it's fresh? It's all about if you can make an activity fun and also get people to laugh, I feel those are the ingredients that make a great class and a great instructor. Um, and it's also just being consistent, coming up with new initiatives, being um, innovative. And I have always set out to become a brand that I hope one day will be global so that if I can't physically get to um, a session or, or someone's birthday party, people can interact with me virtually in their home or in a nursery setting. And the world can have fun together with Action Amanda. It's going to unleash you on the whole world. Yay! So I guess um, just so people can understand how you run your classes and how you organise them and how you charge for them, can you just tell everybody what your pricing kind of approach yes. is and what you found works and what yeah. you found maybe hasn't worked in, in that period of time? Absolutely. Being a mother myself of a 12-year-old, I feel giving parents flexibility is key Others would challenge me and say, Amanda, 
you're absolutely crazy, you need to run per term 12 weeks um, and that's it, you're, you're absolutely crazy. But I give people three options. They are able to attend a paid trial at £13. So not a free trial? Yeah, yeah. You're a paid uh, trial person. I know everyone's I, very different in the yes, market. Yes, we have tried the free trials, but we found that a lot of our customers were only using us during half term and summer holidays. And we've now gone back to paid trials, which is absolutely working. I think most parents expect um, to, to, to do things this way. So it's £13 if someone was to pay as they go. They then have the option of our five-class flexible pass, which I initiated, must be about 10, I don't know, about, about 10, or 10 to 12 years ago, which is a physical pass that the parents can um, pay for in advance. So as a business, I know I have cash flow. And we used to have an expiry date of two months on each card uh, for, the, for the parents to use by or carers. But I thought that's absolutely silly. If I've already taken the payment, why should it matter when they use those five classes? Um, they save money on the five class pass and they can use it at any class. So again, that's why we call it flexible. You can fit quite a few in your class, can't you? So yeah, you our would... venues are big enough, yeah. so we, do, we don't have to restrict. So it's less of a problem for you, I guess, if, yes, if you have some additional children that turn exactly. up on that pass. But for health and yeah. safety, one instructor up to 25 children. Yeah. Um, the market is absolutely a lot more saturated now, and it, it's more challenging. But back in the days, I was getting 50 children to each session. 50. So luckily, Gosh. again, the venue was large enough. We, we started at Chiswick Town Hall. Um, and then the, our, our last option is parents can book online and they can pay for a half term. We tried uh, um, a full term, but not many parents, again, wanted to commit. So we, we scaled it back to half term. And for me, I would say, let's think about this, 40% of our customers are paying as they go, 40% are using our five plus passes, and 20% are taking us up on our online offers. And that's the termly yes, it's offer. Yes, very, very interesting. Yeah. But times have changed, it's a tough market, and again, um, trying to be the best that we can do is now a lot more challenging yeah. as a children's activity provider. But we keep smiling. We keep trying, Holly. So I was uh, the last podcast we've just done is with Stella from Club Petit I Hero. I love Stella. She's a very good friend of mine. Um, <laughs> and she's been around for uh, 25 years yes. as well. So you've both uh, sort of uh, long veterans, veterans of, of, <laughs> of the market. And yes. she said that the market has changed significantly Absolutely. since she started. So what is it that's actually changed? What is it that's harder now than it was then, other than, I guess, the saturation is a big part of that? Yeah, I think it, it, it's become a lot harder, one, retaining customers, again, being on top of your game, coming up with new ideas, keeping it fun. Back in the days, no one was doing what I was doing. There wasn't as many activity providers. I think... A lot of um, women 
I, I would say, have had these amazing careers. Once they have children, they're thinking, oh, I wonder what I could do that is flexible and can fit around my childcare. And I've seen so many mums now coming up with their own unique ideas and running their classes. And um, as I say, I don't believe in competition. I would just wish everybody the best of luck. And I'm one of those open books, and I like to be a bit of a mentor for other activity providers, sharing ideas, sharing is caring. We're actually writing a song about that. <laughs> um, and I, I would like to be the go-to person to give people advice because, believe you me, I have spent hundreds and thousands trying to be um, the, the, you know, to perfect everything that I do, but. Recently, I've been on a few business courses and it was interesting because they said, perfect is poverty. So really... Oh, I love that saying, yeah. perfect is poverty. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. with you all the way. Reid Hoffman, who is the uh, founder of LinkedIn um, uh, and uh, uh, PayPal, um, he says, um, if your product is perfect, you've probably waited too long to put it into the marketplace. Interesting. So, so that's that same concept yeah. that you have to... You have to get out there, you yeah. have to do it, and it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, back uh, in the days, I paid £900 for my logo. Now, you, I've, I've heard about this website, Fiverr, and I've, I've seen some... Fiverr.com? Yes! Oh, I love Fiverr.com. I've seen some amazing yeah. logo yeah. designs that, that are absolutely spot on. So, Fiverr.com yeah. is great. Uh, top tip for everybody, if you're looking for a Christmas present or something like that, uh, I had uh, someone at Fiverr.com um, do some car cartoon caricatures of some friends of mine. I just sent them the photos, and for about $5, they sent back these caricatures of them, which were excellent. So Please don't tell me that, Holly. I won't tell you what I've paid for design of Action Amanda. <laughs> let's, not, let's, let's not go there. So I just want to pick up on the points you said about the marketplace obviously being much more competitive. Yes. We've talked about this a lot, um, about providers and how collaborative versus competitive they are. Yes. Um, I've been in the marketplace for a, a, a nanosecond of a time in comparison to you, but I, like you, think that there's a real opportunity for us to work in partnership and collaborate. Yes, why compete, collaborate, yeah, are my exact words. Absolutely. So have you got examples of where you have collaborated with other providers and what that's done for you and whether that's something you'd do again or, or oh, not? Oh, absolutely. I am a big believer of, again, sharing is caring, collaborating with as many providers, um, but also choose wisely who you collaborate with because, well, to give an example, the lovely Rachel from the Little London Music School approached me to do a workshop we hired um, a current venue that I operate in Notting Hill. It was a 45 minute session. Uh, it worked out, um, obviously once people arrived, 20 minutes each. So it was the lovely calmness of and classical um, Little London Music School versus the craziness of Action Amanda. And it complemented, we complemented each other in such a way that Everybody just left on a high. And it was a Friday afternoon, 3.45 to 4.30. We felt that that was a, a good time. We advertised it for just over a week and we ended up with 27 children. Wow. So it, it, what kind it, of age group were they? Preschool. Oh, so preschool. again, four months to four yeah. years, we advertised it. And did you have the complete breadth of age groups? Yeah, yeah. 
and it absolutely worked a treat. So going forward, if anybody would like to collaborate and uh, maybe a, a, on a half-term workshop or next summer, uh, it, it's definitely the way to go. Although we did try them this summer and they weren't as popular, obviously because it's a quiet period. Um, but I think Friday afternoon during term time is when all activity providers should collaborate and work together, put on a workshop. Brilliant. And just back to that sort of it's got harder over the last sort of 25 years. Yes. What are the parents like now in comparison to when you first started? Oh, I feel that they, that they haven't changed. Yeah. Um, I think obviously if, um, if providers are going to try and raise their prices always talk to, to the parents, give them plenty of notice, give them the reasons why. Uh, we have recently just raised our prices and we gave about three weeks notice via our newsletter. We informed our parents on Facebook. Um, and I think if, if you feel that you are providing a product that that parents and children alike enjoy its quality and you feel you're providing what I would say is an experience. When the children come to Amanda's Act Club, I want them to leave as if they had just visited the Disney park. And it's for me, it's about quality, it's about safety, it's about fun. And for me, that's what I want them to leave with. Excellent. So as you've mentioned, the whole kind of Disney kind of bit, it's a nice segue for me into your <laughs> celebrity entertainer persona, because some of the parties you've done are quite incredible in terms of Angelina um, Jolie. Oh, you're not allowed to say that. Not allowed to say that. There are some quite incredible A-listers yes. that Amanda has entertained for. Um, so confidentiality well, agreements and that well yeah I would just put a name into Google and then, uh, and, then and then have a look so <laughs> I won't spoil the surprise but can you tell us how, how you got from your sort of leisure uh, sort of role at Greenford to celebrity entertainer how did that everybody happen everybody asked me the same question and uh, what I would say is luck of the draw um, recommendation so, for instance, our first, or well, our biggest clients were, and I can, I can mention this one, David and Victoria Beckham, we entertained for children um, who belonged to their charity at their World Cup party. It was televised. And the way that, that, that we managed to bag that one, <laughs> uh, my husband and I went to school with Victoria Beckham's sister, Louise, and she was going out with a guy at the time. And we were invited to the, their engagement party, which happened to be held at Victoria's parents' house. And obviously... First name was, terms, I like that. Yeah, it was a very exciting occasion. And then Louise saw me entertain at one of our friends' child's birthday party. And she then asked me to entertain for her on a couple of occasions. Then one day... I got a phone call from Louise and she said, Amanda, my sister's having a party in the garden. Would you like to entertain? I didn't realise it was going to be the World Cup party, but of course I said, yes, amazing. 
And oh, obviously, I mean, when, when I mean, she imagine you saying no. <laughs> yeah. When she told me it was going to be televised, I mean, I, I never, ever get nervous um, because I believe in what I do and um, I like to give everybody an experience. And an experience it, it, it was, if you, if you go on YouTube and type in David Victoria Beckham's World Cup party... Uh, I don't. I don't look the same because it was old brand and, and longer brown hair. Um, but you you can watch a little bit of the footage. It was an unbelievable Excellent. experience and for a worthwhile cause. Yeah. And our second celebrity was uh, Mr. Mark Owen himself from Take That. I Take got... That was the first album I ever bought. <laughs> by the way, I just need to say that okay. I love Take That. Um, well, Mark. Uh, attended one of our classes at Skylark in Wandsworth and it was funny because someone went to the press to say that he attended and um, I was in a shoe shop randomly on the King's Road and I get a call I can't I can't do a very good uh, Mark Owen accent but it was um, hello do you do children's birthday parties <laughs> and I said yes lots of them he said oh it's for Elwood now come on there's not many Elwoods so I said Hi, Mark. Um, yes, of course we do. Uh, so uh, that was our first uh, take that party, should we say. Uh, again, another amazing experience. Uh, one of the funniest ones was uh, Katie Price. Uh, her stylist owned a shop in Chiswick where I was teaching, and I'm a bit of a closeaholic. I think everybody knows that because I live in a tracksuit seven days a week. I like to dress up at any occasion. So just running the shop. And um, her assistant said to me, Katie's having a party tomorrow, can you do it? And it worked out perfectly because I was due to, to promote my business at a, a baby expo in the afternoon. Katie's um, party was in, in the morning time and in the same area, uh, bizarrely enough. So I was managed to run to Katie's to do her party and then off to the baby expo. And then Amanda Holden, she found out about us, um, just typed in Kids Parties London. She said, if she's good, good enough for the Beckhams, she's good enough for me. So we entertained for Lexi. Um, now, I am of, right yeah. in saying that, because I think this is a really important point, that a lot of what you do, when you can talk about it, you do. And you market it and you shout about it. And, and I love that about you because I think sometimes people are a bit shy about saying what they're really good at. Yes. And I think because of that, there it was, Amanda Holden actually found you online, saw some information about you, saw what you yeah. can do and made a decision on that, which I think is brilliant because you need a bit of luck sometimes, don't you? Like you did probably with that first one. Yeah. But actually, Amanda probably would have found you she didn't go through a network she yeah, found you because yeah. of the fact that you'd actually promoted what you'd done so I think that's a bit it's a really big one actually the more you push yourself the more you promote what you do yeah the but more back chance. in the day yeah. um SEO was a lot lot easier for, um it was easier do you for mean people. search engine optimization Sorry, for yes, those yes, that yes, don't I... know what SEO means <laughs> Yeah, there was lots more text yeah. on my previous website, okay. and I think that um, it was it was easier. I was easier to find. Um, so you wrote about it on your website, but it was uh, Google were able to search for it very easily and be able to find. Yeah, information. Um, okay. since we franchised, my consultant told me to um, design a website that was a lot more bold 
with pictures and, and but we, we, we lack the text that we really need for people to find us as easily. So that's something we're working on now. But yes, it, it was, it's been an exciting journey, should we say. And you do obviously parties for us regular people as Absolutely. well, don't you? Absolutely. And I'm one of those people, I would never ever want to be perceived as the celebrity party entertainer. For me, it's all about all children of, of, of all walks of life having fun uh, with my concept. I am the children's entertainer for the Great Ormond Street Christmas Party, which is one of my biggest events and highlights of the year. You know it's Christmas when you attend a Great Ormond Street Christmas Party. And I also entertain at the London Taxi Drivers event for underprivileged children. And you do that as a charitable, yes, you do that voluntarily. Yeah, absolutely. And, and These are things that make me happy. Yeah, and I'm sure, and you do, you do them, I know, because you want to do them and they make you happy. Yes. Does it have an impact, though, on people finding more out about you? Because there's obviously press about things like that, and um, does that help you with your business? Is it worth people, you know, doing things for others because actually there's a return yeah. in there? There's nothing wrong with that. So I think it's you called know, paying forward because actually someone yeah. will help you along the road. Yeah, absolutely. What you give, you will always end up getting something amazing in return. And a mentor of mine is Mr. James St. Clair. And he talks about this a lot. He's very well respected in the um, soft play industry. And he made his, his, his um, money um, as an entertainer at age 15. And I belong to his entrepreneurs network. And he is absolutely one of the nicest people I've ever met. And, and he always says, if you help others in business, they will help you. And you never know when you want to call in that favour. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not all exhausted enough by hearing about <laughs> Amanda's 18 classes a week, her very many parties that you deliver, I know you work in some of the uh, London uh, exclusive clubs as well, entertaining children uh, at the weekends as well. So yes. Amanda doesn't stop. <laughs> Um, but you have somehow found some time to create an online sort of virtual Amanda, for want of a better word, and then also a nursery product as well. So do you want yes. to just tell people what that is uh, and, and how it's working? I know it's quite new, so you're at the yeah. start of that journey. Well, um, 12 years ago, I had an idea to try and see if, if I could take my class into people's homes if they couldn't get to a class on, on a rainy day. So I was thinking of rainy day activity classes. Uh, back in the day, I was working with a PR company and they said, Amanda, there's this program called Dragon's Den. Would you like to pitch to an investor? And I went, well, yeah. At the time, I was uh, uh, very brave and thought, what have I got to lose? And um, I came up with an idea of a DVD that was interactive, that was educational, that would talk about what to put in your child's lunchbox, invite a few of my celebrities to a, an Amanda party dance. Um, so that was my idea at the time. And I pitched my idea to the producers of Dragon's Den. I didn't get through. I was four months pregnant at the time. They loved my personality, didn't get through. Um, I was then approached well, two weeks before I was about to give birth, by a party company. And they said, um, would you like to entertain a party? And I said, 
yeah, absolutely fine. So I went along... Two weeks before yeah, giving birth. Yeah, you heard me right. Yeah. <laughs> I turned up to this beautiful house, the gates opened, and you know when you think, I've seen that guy really tall, what's his name? Didn't think anything of it. Anyway, cut a very long story short, started entertaining, and this lady said to me, you're amazing, you're about to have a baby, where do you get your energy from? And we started talking, and I just mentioned that I went for this program, Dragon's Den, she said, Amanda, that's Peter Jones, uh, you're, you're in the den now. I said, oh my, I can't believe it. Cut a very long story short, uh, I'm looking up at Peter, six foot seven, he's looking down at me, and he said, don't go, don't reapply for the second series, come to me with your business plan. Um, and, well, I was absolutely uh, elated, and um, I then had my baby, BB, that I'm very proud of, um, in the February. You managed to fit BB in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you famously told me you forgot to have a second child. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I did. Um, and then I get a call from BBC, Amanda, um, we love your personality, we want you to pitch an idea, uh, because one of the investors has, have dropped out of the programme, so I thought, right, well, let's go with this idea of a rainy day activity and pitch them, so it was, it was talking about a DVD at the time, packaged with a little rucksack of my props to let children um, interact with me at home on a rainy day. Anyway, the BBC absolutely loved my pitch. I must say, Holly, it, 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 it was good. You I, were spent good. A, I spent a long time um, on that. And anyway, they put me through to filming. Uh, another very, very um, shortcut. I wasn't able to go on to Dragon's Den because I had to tell the BBC that I'd entertained for Peter Jones. So, of course, conflict of interest. Forward on 12 years, going back to your original question, wow. So you, you stopped at that point, you left it at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, 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 was, I, I, I was quite upset, but, yeah. um, uh, you know, I think in life, everything happens for a reason. It just wasn't meant to be. I know I would have been the next Levi Roots because I, I would have had the personality jumping up and down in front of the dragons. Uh, financials, I'm not that great at, but hey-ho. Um, so here we are, I've actually developed this concept myself, but it is now via an app. And the idea is I've developed myself as a little girl character. She's a four-year-old girl, looks like me without the wrinkles, so it's great because she will never age. And she's an energetic bundle of fun that is trying to tackle obesity and get children active. Um, so the, going back to the app, it, it, it's me showing the children what to do, 11 activities, it's packaged with the props, so it's taking the class into the home, getting children active, using my fun fitness and music concept, but the idea is eventually Action Amanda, the character, will replace me and she will be doing the actions um, for the children, which will be probably more entertaining uh, uh, as, as I get older, she will never age. And if people want to go and have a look at it, because I'm sure people will be curious to see what you put together, where can they find Oh, find everybody the can have a seven-day free trial, oh, Holly. Um, on the app, yeah. On the app. So what, is there a web address for the app? Yes, there is, and I can give that to you. Okay, and I will share that with everybody. That um, will be amazing. So, so the, the idea is... People will be able to stream my three albums worth of music on any device and children, carers and parents are able to watch the activities and you don't have to buy the props, 
you can make your own props or you can buy them yourself. Um, you know, it's very flexible in its use. So um, how do you sell the props then? So how does that work in terms of business? It's very early stages, but we have a bag and four props uh, initially as a startup kit to sell at $24.99. It's available at my classes for parents and carers to buy, but eventually we are going to put it on Amazon. So you can have you can watch the footage via either a DVD or downloading the app and you can purchase your bag and your props yeah. when need be. I spoke to Stella about Amazon actually because she uses Amazon for her uh, French CD. Oh, I didn't realise that. No, and I said to her, tell me what that's like. Uh, and she said, it's brilliant. She said, it's really easy and it doesn't cost very much. And I said, I was surprised. I thought it would be quite expensive. Yeah. She couldn't even remember the percentage. So I said, well, it can't be that bad. <laughs> so it's definitely worth... Yeah. looking, getting on with that and just putting it on there because yeah. I think she's found it a great way to, to sell her CD. It's interesting so. because I think nowadays nobody wants a CD. Everybody wants um, their music digitally. But actually, if you're a parent and you want to amuse your little one in the car and you have a CD player, it's ideal. Absolutely. So top tips around marketing because I know that's the hot topic for everybody yeah and it's a difficult one <laughs> it is a difficult one and I don't think there's one sort of route to it but yeah. what are your sort of top two or three marketing things that you spend time on and you feel works for well, you as an activity provider the first thing I ask if I am meeting a new client is how did you hear about the class and I think that is absolutely crucial and I always make a note and it is 90% recommendation, word of mouth. A lot of people see um, my post on Facebook. We have an Amanda's Action Club Facebook page. Our Twitter account, um, I also use and tag other um, companies and mummy groups. So you tag mummy groups oh, in both yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Do you do that in? Uh, just Twitter, yeah. Um, or I will tag in the, the venue and oh there's 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 so many different angles leaflets is another biggie um which is absolutely crucial uh, but the list goes on everybody has to find ways of means of marketing does um just finally um nurseries yes how do you find getting into nurseries what tips have you got for people trying to get into nurseries with nurseries you always have to well i we email the nurseries with lots of information, um, how everything we do links to education, um, because it, it really needs to fit in with, with, their, with their curriculum, and um, follow it up with a call, and always be clear on pricing. Very clear and very direct. I'm sure people find that really, really sort of helpful. Yeah. Um, Running a business is probably one of the most stressful things you can it's do. It's a roller coaster ride. It is. And what do you do to de-stress to manage that? Oh, I have to go to the gym, work out, forget, um, and plough on regardless. Is that what you do? I do. Excellent. And drink lots of water. And not Helps wine. the brain. Water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm teetotal, remember. I don't, I don't, I don't need drink. So if you could give a new provider starting out some advice, what would your one piece of advice to them be? Perfect is poverty and don't spend lots and lots of money on consultants, on marketeers. Do it yourself, do it cheap 
they say they used to say do it cheap do it twice but I've absolutely changed my view on that Holly excellent okay that's brilliant Amanda we have run out of time there is so oh I was having so, so much, much fun. more I know it's been great it's been great as always <laughs> to, to chat me. to you uh, delighted to have you and I uh, hope everyone's enjoyed that today and uh, tune in for the next podcast bye for now <laughs>